0: Back in the seventies, board games and improv theater had a baby and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references, it's time for Roll for Combat.
1: Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, The team try to learn more about the Drift Rock and instead learn all about the rigors of academia. This week, we also have another clue on how you can win a free trip to PaizoCon. We're almost ready for you guys to start entering. Once again, listen to this week's show. We'll have a question for you. And you're going to have to take all the questions and then email us. And you too can win a free trip to PaizoCon. We also give away another $100 Amazon gift card this week. All you have to do is listen to the show and review it. And that's it. You're entered. We also have a GM tip this week. A couple weeks ago, we had a buying spree. A lot of people asked, how come ours went so smoothly? And how do I do that? So I'm going to give you some tips on how to make your PC buying sprees nice and fast. And then finally, we have some big news. The store. You can just go to store.rollforcombat.com. And you too can buy your own t-shirt. We have them in tons of different colors, which is what a lot of people have been asking for. They're unisex. And we have 13 in total, one for each character, one with new cheddar, one with old cheddar. And we even have a couple of fun NPCs on there, including a skidamander, which a lot of people like. And we have the goblins. That's right, the goblins that were on the show for so many episodes. Well, some of them, because some of them died. But we have Zerk, Murgo, and Torsa. They have their own t-shirt. On the front of the shirt is a really cool graphic with your favorite character, and on the back is the Roll for Combat logo and a quote. So every shirt is completely different. So check it out. Go to shop.rollforcombat.com. And if you guys don't want to buy a shirt, you too can get one for free. We're still giving this out right now. What you do is you join the Discord channel, discord.rollforcombat.com, get to level 10, and if you get up to level 10, then you get a free t shirt. For more information, just join the Discord and ask around, and they'll explain how it works. So, with that, let's get on to the show. You go up the elevators, and sure enough, get off at the eighth floor. You see, this is one of the nicer offices on the campus. Um, you see Professor Mahali's office. The door is unlocked, and Warhol walks in and says, "Oh, oh, hello, Professor. Hello. Uh, I hope we're not disturbing you, but we we are on your calendar, and uh, I think you were uh, hopefully expecting us." <laughs> and you walk in. The office is clean and roomy and orderly. A large desk stands imposingly before a broad window that offers a charming view of a nearby park. And a small table in one corner has a quartet of chairs arranged evenly around it. Near the door is a wide examination table covered with broken fragments of stone, many of which bear incomplete letters or words written in spiraling text. Several tiny fountains throughout the room burble smoothingly and shimmer with soft light. Ooh, you see a woman, Mahali, who also has Rello, by the way. I have full cigar, but yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. I thought you were I, I do has I do else. smoke both. I mean, I, I at this point I have
0: like a nice cohibo. Chris Beamer is playing the LaShunta operative, Hiroji.
2: Mo is going to uh, try to acclimate to the nice surroundings and blend in. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. He's going to walk over to one of the fountains and slurp something like he's going to take a drink.
1: That's recycled water. You don't ever want to drink that. Professor Mahale looks at you and says, Ugh. Please, sir, this is not a public fountain. This is my relaxing area. Why are you here?
3: Well, first of all, we're quite famous.
4: And I'm going to point to Dr. Tuttle now that we've finally met an academic. Bob Marquis
0: is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter.
5: Did Hiroji just do the Ron Burgundy, I'm kind of a big deal? Yeah, yeah. Mo a- going
2: to, like, chastise him for pointing as rude. <laughs> I mean, that's really not, like – I pol- he apologizes for uh, his – Rusty's uh, uh, backwater ways. So For me? You're talking about Hirochi or – uh, Ru- I'm Me, sorry, because Rusty's... I Rusty's uh, yeah, yeah, Rusty right. pointed. Uh,
4: Dr. Mahali, it's a pleasure to meet you. We've been looking forward to introducing you to our own scientific uh, expert. He actually has a great deal to speak to you, and I'll make a diplomacy check so that she likes us. Don't we'll try. Well, yes,
2: I'll try. Uh, do you need an assist from... Uh... Say, I think I can do a...
4: i I'll take an assist if you have diplomacy trained, sure. Uh, I...
2: Don't. I don't think
1: I know. Have to, have to I'm, untrained. I'm
4: untrained. I'm so untrained. You drank
3: out
2: of her fountain. That, that's a minus. You drank <laughs> out
1: of a fountain. That's probably like a f- minus 10.
2: Yeah, right uh, Maybe no. can intimidate aid. No. We can maybe do no. the good cop, bad cop
0: routine. No. Meanwhile, I'm Tuttle's rolling. licking his fur to groom himself. Jason McDonald is playing the isoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone,
4: Cheddar. Yeah, I'm rolling a <laughs> diplomacy check. I'm going to add D6 to this. Whoa.
1: So that's a 23. 20 plus 3. Nice. She looks at you. She, by the way, is dark-skinned for Lashunta, has pale green facial markings, and purple hair cut in an asymmetrical style. She is quite intimidating-looking and looks like a badass. She gives you the stare of death, and the 23 gives a hint of a smile. She's like... Fine. I don't really have a lot of time for the Starfinder Society, but you did seem to work your way up here, so perhaps you have some use. What is it you need? I want
3: to walk over to this window and just look out the window and smoke my cigar.
2: Is there any food out, like uh, complimentary food? No.
5: Well, Doctor, we're we're here uh, on a con- on a piece of consultation. Uh, we have some. Uh, We've recent, recently discovered some uh, alien markings of unknown origin, and we uh, were pointed towards you as someone who might uh, be able to help shed some light on these. She looks at you and says,
1: ah, I'm not in any position to assist you or instruct my department to assist you, not until I can resolve this current debacle that the dean and others are breathing down my neck over. Sorry, but that's taking up all my time.
3: I say from the window, not looking at her at all. Perhaps we could help with this matter.
2: We specialize in debacles.
1: Mm, debacles, huh? Yes, you can say that. Ugh. How did you get through those journalists anyhow, if I may ask? I turn around and say, well, you must know us.
3: Like We're kind of a big deal. We've been on, yeah. We're reality stars. (laughs) Yeah, we've been on. We've been on the vids for a while. Minor
2: celebrities, kind of big
1: deal. Yeah. Sorry, I don't watch the trash TV tube. I only watch and listen to the classics. So your pedestrian lives do not intersect with mine. (laughs) Well, we are Starfinder
3: Society, so we worked. We used our magic to, and our celebrity to shuffle this rabble outside of the building.
5: Incidentally, Tuttle, and Tuttle is someone else who looks down on stupid people. Tuttle's now in love. <laughs> <laughs> love at first sight. Eh?
1: She says, um, maybe, maybe you could help if you were able to deal with those journalists. I'm actually impressed you were able to get through here. When did you show up? How long did that take you? <laughs> Well, the silver. No, existence. we
5: we actually used our kind of awkward celebrity to kind of, to distract them and pull them away from the building. Why are they here, anyways? What are they, what story are they covering?
1: Ugh. One of my colleagues, Albane's twenty one two, gave a rather incendiary public lecture last night, in which he examined the war from nearly a millennia ago and used the cultural fallout from it. ...to rationalize the genocide of the Forman species. Even before the Lashunta city-states and the Foreman colonies signed peace accords 30 years ago... ...such brutal conclusions would have been dismissed. Now he's fomenting hate crimes under the guise of pure logic. This is not what the university stands for, but it's what the public now believes. I placed him on academic leave and restricted his access to university resources until we can clean this up. Wait, so what was he doing? He was fomenting what? He basically was talking about the war between the Lashinta and the Foremen, and he was rationalizing the genocide of the Foremen species. Basically, he was talking about hate crimes. Oh, and
3: like what we did to them. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. And this society, this university is anything but a learning institution. We do not take sides. We do not talk about propaganda or foster hate crimes. And Albins has done nothing but cause me headaches and problems. It is quite difficult. I do whisper in Mo's
2: ear, since he's standing right next to me, I say, it was an ugly planet a bug planet <laughs> well this is a safe place apparently so mo is gonna keep his mouth shut he doesn't understand all this hmm. i think the genocide is kind of not so bad in Vesk society so he's just going to uh well, play i mean we safe. had this we had well we, i could give you a
3: brief history of we had a war for many 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 years and uh there were genocidal practices on both sides. And uh,
4: this per- person is. Uh, so, is your argument that, well, really, there were mistakes made on both sides? So. Right. Eggs, you know. Why bicker about it. who killed
2: right.
3: who? Right. right. Things happen. Fog of war.
2: Well, your first problem is having a war for many, many, many years. They really shouldn't take that long. So, but this is
4: the. Th- I, for one, am against genocide. I think it's bad. Yes. And, uh,. And, you know,
3: are bugs people really? I mean, you know, it's a thing. But, yeah, no, that's, a, <laughs> that, that, that's an argument for another day. But we'll table that. But, yes, uh, assuming what he was saying was fomenting uh, riotous behavior and, and it was
1: wrong, assuming that, like, uh, what should we do about him? She listens to you. She so listens to your discussion and says, hmm, you're able to deal with those journalists and you do sound like reasonable people and you do seem persistent. Maybe, just maybe, that can come in handy. What the university needs right now is to smooth this over quickly, and twenty 212 is not listening to anything I say. He has not quite violated enough protocols to be dismissed. Firing him would otherwise be good for optics. I think the media would settle for a public apology. If you can convince him to do that, I should be able to handle the rest. And my department would be at your disposal. Hmm. Where can we find this gentleman? Oh, he's at another office and she can give you the uh, address of where you can find him.
3: All right. Um, is there anything else we should know about him? Because probably, I mean, we're, I'm going to be honest with you, we're probably going to use um, intimidation
1: tactics to make this happen. She looks at you and says, that will totally not work. Yes, he is a male contemplative, and he is stubbornly and annoyingly intelligent. Intimidation will do nothing to him whatsoever, as he is above that. Can we crush him? Yeah, what if an accident were to happen? An unfortunate incident. As he is the foremost authority on linguistics and has been in the university for quite a long time, several hundred years. So his skill would probably be most useful. Oh, uh, So that would be
3: unfortunate, I guess. All right. All right. Well, you know what? I think we should
1: talk to this gentleman.
2: Yeah, we'll figure out what he wants.
3: I'll talk to this humongous. He's a racer, Ha <laughs>
1: She says, fine, fine, fine. If you manage to do this for me, I can help you. But again, I need this taken care of quickly. I can't have these reporters disrupting my work. And every day they're here, the story continues to grow and grow. And he is being stubborn and will not apologize. Or if anything, he's just making matters worse. So please, please use your magic talents on him.
3: We will try, and we will succeed, but I'm guessing he probably has his side of the story, too. Not for nothing, you're a stranger, we just met you.
5: But Is there a way to get out of this building without attracting the attention of the reporters? Because if we go over there from here, we'll just trail a pack of reporters with us, and it might draw more attention to him. Um. Well, one thing, isn't he in the same building, or no? No, she said he was in a different building. Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: Actually, I'm wrong. He's actually in the same building, so you oh, go to him. Oh, Okay, yeah, I was, I was, yeah. There you go. You're, you're totally fine. Yep, you can, you can,
5: you can go to his building. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was going to have to go out there and push the button a few times to enter. <laughs> All
2: right, let's just go to his office and hear what the other side of the uh, coin is. Unless do you guys have other questions for her.
5: No, I'm not sure there's another side of a coin to the guy advocating genocide, but let's go well, see what it I mean, is. He's
3: basically <laughs> well, he seems to have an opinion yeah, on that. He's,
5: he's actually advocating
3: genocide against a cockroach. Like, is that such a bad thing? Or like a mosquito? Is that, is that like wrong to be genocidal against a mosquito?
4: Personally, I find the thought of an intelligent bug offensive.
2: Wow, we just might be... Uh falling onto his side I think it no, sounds like I, it.
4: I think the genocide is bad I mean I'm I'm,
3: uh, I'm Lashinta and like I know from this war and uh I was on this side of the war and uh, we're on that side of the war
2: you have scars oh, they're they're nasty
5: yeah. yes but one thing you're failing to understand is you've never had to get a research study funded so you can't be, you can't be in favor of genocide <laughs> that's true. oh that's true well what about after you get the funding? <laughs> uh it's a gray area. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: All right. So you guys can leave the office
5: and, yeah, go, to and go, go to go to his office. They probably should, they probably banished him to the basement. Yeah, so you have to uh move your desk. Yeah. Get a can of, get a can, of, hand can hand of, hand of, of pesticide and a fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have to go, go ahead and move your desk. Go again. to his office.
1: Ooh, no handout. <laughs> Dust, debris, and discarded papers litter the floor of this disorganized office. A single chair stands in the corner, and the desk and shelves are crowded with books, scrolls, statuettes, and loose computer hardware. The door's Um, open? Oh, wait. Yep. Contemplative. That's what I said. Brain in a jar. Uh, Floating above them all is a contemplative. Sure enough, it is nothing more than a large brain with a very
5: very small thin body. Yeah, not literally in a jar, but like small brain with like little stick figure body. It's it's basically brain in a jar. As you
1: walk in, the creature Albins 212 looks at you, you think and says, "Oh, what is this?" Am I being visited by the circus? (laughs) Funny you should say that. He looks over to you and he says, Oh, I know you. The Fabulous Five. I know you and I'm not impressed.
2: He knows us, guys. Fame. Well, at, at, at least that's better than the last one we ran into because yeah. she, did, she didn't seem to know us. Yeah, I love that this guy knows us. You know we mean business
1: then too, Do right? you say that? I do. He says, oh yes, I would often watch you at night when I needed to relax, turn off my brain and do nothing and think of drivel. I would turn on your show and that would be the ticket. It would instantly make me feel relaxed. Like, I was a moron. Are wow, these, he knows us. Are, like, awesome. are these like chairs and stuff? Or what are these in this room? There's one chair. The room is a complete disaster because he just floats above it all.
5: Oh. all right, I I'll understand sp- how you feel. When I want to do that, I read linguistic studies.
1: Oh, touche, Tuttle. Touche. <laughs> uh-huh. I was almost as funny as what a five-year-old would say.
2: Mo doesn't understand the the
5: witty banter, witty academic repart. <laughs>
2: no, he really doesn't understand. He's waiting. He's waiting for a word to go by that he can jump in on.
5: But Tuttle's about Tuttle's about three three rounds away from just being well. I got
1: a robot. He looks at Mo and he says, "Oh, Mister Depinsky for you, I will try to use one syllable words. Or is that <laughs> too much for you? No,
2: thank you, sir." Moat doesn't even realize he's being made fun of right now.
3: Well, appreciates being talked down to. (laughs) I'm going to sit on that box over there.
1: He looks at Rusty and he says, You, on the other hand, you, I kind of like you. You have the right attitude. You're a pain in the ass. It's
4: a pleasure to meet you as well. By the way, we've all been looking forward to talking to you as well. You seem like a great brain. Of course you do. I'm nothing but great.
2: Meh. 13 diplomacy roll for
1: Rusty ah, I rolled a 3, there it is So, why are you here? I presume you wanted an autograph I don't give those out for free, you know No, no, no um, You've been talking a lot of um,
3: sedition lately from what we hear and uh, about uh, genocide and the war oh. These things are best forgotten in the
1: past Please. Offense indicates a narrow perspective in the listeners. I simply analyzed ancient Lushinta army strategies against their foreman neighbors and concluded that the foreman's conducted conditions sentimentality inhibited more effective destructive actions against their longtime enemies. The audience found my conclusion upsetting. Mm, mm. Other sure. species are endlessly
3: fascinating. I do not understand your conclusions, though. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, Mo chimes in on that, too.
3: Well, your conclusions were that it was that, that the Lashunta uh, genocide to genocidal acts upon the Formians.
1: Of course you did. What else would it be? I do not have time to explain this to you, as I don't even think you would understand what I was saying.
3: I I, I most certainly would. I am no dunce.
1: So you say.
3: That does not make it true. Well, I'm just trying to understand your position, because we have to talk about that. Because um, it's very unpopular at this university, as you can see. You're living in squalor here. We need to get your name vindicated and uh, move on with your
1: life. Uh, and how would you be able to do that? I'm already on academic probation. It's not like you have any power here at the university. Uh, 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 he laughs at his own joke. Well,
3: we could get you off of academic probation if you would issue a simple apology.
2: Mo is trying to laugh along with him to gain, uh, you know, uh, favor with him.
1: An apology.
3: I mean, we most likely agree with your most
2: brilliant Uh, observation. Half of us do. Half of us do. Where are you going with this? Well, but cheddar (laughs) is kind of like the tiebreaker again. So, as a quorum, uh, as a group, we, we have to disagree with you, but not unanimously
4: right so in for, for, in purposes of the quest i'm going to choose not to to raise my objection to genocide here <laughs> your objection or your <laughs> no i'm saying nothing in other words you, you, you're on your own go you're with this line anything. of horrifyingly evil uh <laughs> uh friend making no, please no. Continue. well what he's what he's, not, house. No, he's, not, he's uh, on a roll he, <laughs> yeah he, exactly he, quiet he, he's rolling
3: saying that um... That our Lushenta uh, did genocide, and uh, and and my people are offended by that concept. I am not arguing that, and I am not saying I'm against that in any way. In fact, I think the findings might be relevant and actually um, justified because you know bugs. So, I, <laughs> 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 just wave your hand. Hey, hey, because bugs. bugs. Yeah, yeah, because bugs. So yeah, <laughs> truth, bugs. So. We're, I mean, I'll speak for the royal we like, we're on board with this. But if you sim- simply issue an apology, swallow the pride, uh, you'll get your position back and everything will be smooth.
2: Yeah, we make I connections think. with our fame, and we've been able to uh, uh, smooth things over with the administration. And then Mo's gonna look around to see if what he said is correct.
3: Yeah, that's accurate, Mo. And and she said, I forget her name, but. Um, uh, Mahali um, said that she all will be forgiven if you make this simple apology Let's say yo
1: hmm that actually finally seemed to spark a smidge of attention and professor Mahali has suspended me and barring the unlikely intervention by the dean only she can undo this you convincing her to do so would allow me to help you if you also repair the damage she has dealt you shall have my undivided attention a rare treat indeed
3: she will do this if you issue an apology what is
2: this
1: damage that you're talking about though the damage is i was on the track to tenure at the university in several more years requiring practically twice as long an observation period as a Lashinta would, I might add. Right. Likely because my assessors are compensating for their inferiorities, real and perceived.
4: So just as an OOC aside, is the genocidal madman complaining about racism? Yes. It's
2: supposed to be. This campus is supposed to be a safe place.
3: No, no. I mean, from what I gather, his, his um, lecture is about the fact that the Lashunta, which is not part of his race. It's my race, uh, right. was genocidal uh, during the war. Right, and that's unpopular, obviously, with the Lashanta. They don't want to hear from that. Yeah, of course, exactly. And so, but he being not Lashanta, yeah, so I get it. Yeah, so they
5: don't like that.
2: Don't oh, like that. so he's actually against genocide. Well, I don't know if we like heard it. that. They're, they're, they're,
5: they're yeah. the deniers. He's taking a pro or con position, he's just saying that it happened. Right. Oh, so they're like denying. But it. that's a that's an unpopular thing. Unpopular. There.
4: So he's we, at the anniversary of Istanbul, and he's saying the Armenian genocide happened. Okay.
1: No, it was actually kind of like remember when the Air and Space Museum did that whole thing on Japanese aggression during World War II? Yeah. And they had to like redo the entire exhibit because they kind of whitewashed it and like. Downplayed how aggressive they were during World War II. Right, and be making more accurate. That's kind of the same thing. So he's whitewashing it, or they're washing, whitewashing. No, no, they're whitewashing it. He's telling it like it is.
4: Oh, that's what's really happening. Now that I know he assumes Lashanta are all evil, horrifying monsters, I'm on board with this guy.
5: (laughs) He basically wrote a paper about the Trail of Tears. Great. And called the Trail of Tears Mass. That's great. Uh, Okay, I like this guy now.
2: Yeah, I still doesn't understand the conversation, but he sees on your faces that you
5: uh, the light bulbs pop over your head. So even this conversation's a little hard to follow. (laughs) (laughs) On the other, on the other hand, he's also kind of an asshole. Oh yeah, 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 kinda. kinda. (laughs) Well, uh, the damage.
2: Okay, so the damage was his damage to his career. That has to be fixed. Okay, if we smooth that over, uh, uh, then we should be good.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, what
2: what else can we do? I mean, she she
3: will uh, restore your position. We didn't talk to her about tenure or anything, but
5: I'm sure we could arrange that. Yeah, that's Uh, easy to get. What else do we need to do? Uh, Funny you should ask that. I think we have to kill ten boars. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I have three (laughs) conditions. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Ten candles. (laughs) Three conditions. Cancel my academic suspension. Restore my access to the university's restricted collections. Already done. And and pardon the whole incident in my tenure review file. If you can get this in writing from Mahali then I will help you however you need. Speaking of which, why are you here? I presume it has something to
5: do with the drift rock, I presume? Mm, You you,
1: you perceive
3: your brain uh, precedes you. Wow. Yeah. Um, Uh, She thinks she knows more
1: about the drift rock than you do. Mm, so, impossible. So, why are you here? It's obviously not to help me out. What are you getting out of it? Well, this? we're helping you out. Are you familiar
4: with a report written by a man named Zands? Of course.
1: I reviewed the entirety of Zands' original notes early in my time here at the facility. Only Dr. Solstarni has studied them more recently. Zahn's methodology was imperfect, catering on an uneducated reader's lexicon, fetishing the exotic, and conveying a pathological love of his self-image as an adventurer, likely to earn money on his elaborate mating ritual. As a result, his work is scientifically wanting, and its conclusions doubtful. Nonetheless... His notes provide enough detail to hypothetically retrace his steps. And I would normally be able to give you information about Zan's notes. But with my probation... Due to the weak-willed public's inability to process logical arguments I posted on my recent lecture, I cannot assist
4: you. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what was that name of the person who read it more recently, Dr. Sestani? Dr. Solstani. Ah, so more useful to us than you.
1: No. Do you have a photographic brain? Of course I do. Everything (laughs) I see, hear, or experience, I remember perfectly. That is
3: outstanding, and I blow a big puff of smoke towards the big brain. Uh, So, excuse me. Um, So, we will take care of all of this for you. You ask for three things, but they ask for one. All they ask for is a simple
1: apology. And as I said, you do those three things, and you will get your apology. Excellent.
2: It sounds like we have a deal. Let's let's get those things, yeah. We have a... uh,
4: Okay. Or a catch-22. Yeah.
2: All right, so let's go back to uh, Mahal- Mahali. Mal- Mahali, Mahali, Mahali. Let's go back to her place and get these things. Boop. We're back. You're back in Mahali's office. Why is this uh,
3: handler with us? Can he not be there? This no, Mahal- He's a
2: he's a postdoc. He he doesn't yeah. have anything else to do.
4: He's actually Wait. your handler. He's like your. I don't official need one. a handler. Uh, uh, I could use some coffee, Wallace.
1: That's oh, job, oh, right? yes, right away, sir. Is there anything else I can get for you? Croissants oh. and uh pastries. <laughs> I play, I try, try pastries. I wouldn't mind Oh, yes. Your your uh your appetite is legendary, Mo. I've heard you like the sweet stuff.
3: I wouldn't mind a cheap beer in a glass bottle.
1: Okay, this coming right up. And for you, Tuttle, I presume some cheese?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so racist. <laughs> Uh, i'm actually good go. right now <laughs> microaggressions oh um, my goodness I'll,
4: I'll take his cheese i like cheese
2: <laughs> he loves cheese just will take cheese too. Like that cheese, sounds good now cheese. that you say it I like cheese
1: cheese and crackers some beverages coming right up and he sort of like skedaddles out dick, 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 dick.
5: nice this guy's a little too eager to please I'm oh you so. can't
2: be too eager to please
1: <laughs> everyone else is pretty mean to you it's kind of nice having someone kind of eager it is no, no that. yeah I, I love having a little uh peon everyone likes to rattle a saber or two so you go back into her office and she looks at you and says that was fast so what did he say did you actually pound any sense into him that thick skull of his of course he doesn't have a skull he
3: actually doesn't have, yeah he doesn't have a skull unless it's a force field or something but yeah um well, it's very simple. It's a it's a it's a something for something transaction. It's very easy. Um, he wants the three things he wants, <laughs> and uh, and he's willing to give an apology if that is uh, in writing, and he can have that, and then he'll give the apology. And Bob's your uncle.
1: Sorry, mm, someone give me a diplomacy role As just saying this is going to require a little bit more. You're going to have to kind of sell her on all this uh, mm-hmm. with intimidation
3: work. No, 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 no.
4: Rusty, help
1: me uh, out. We with can it. do the good cop, bad cop. I'm not saying it right. Do
4: I understand that none of you are trained in diplomacy? Still, right? I actually am trained. I have okay.
2: intimidation plus five. No, no, no.
4: John, the answer was no. <laughs> okay.
2: So you have a now. But we can do a good cop, bad cop thing.
4: No. I, I
3: do have diplomacy, and I do
4: have charisma. So, like, I'm not... All right, in, so uh,
2: assist me, if you don't mind. I will. Can I do an untrained assist? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has to be an... I assist. Yeah, I know. Great. I know.
4: Uh, Professor Mahali, so I, I you. understand your position entirely, of course, and it's entirely reasonable. But, of course... As I'm sure you know, as somebody here, you know the goal, of course, is the truth and the maximum amount of knowledge that can be brought out. So, actually, having this deal come together is better for the university, for you, and for him. Isn't that correct? And you roll. And I rolled a twenty-one plus two is
2: twenty-three. Twenty-three.
1: She looks at you. She's uh, during your lecture. She's staring out the window, just sort of doing that stare of death and she looks back at you and says fine fine if he agrees to apologize i will do these three things for him even though it grates me he is really a pain
5: in the ass all right all right well look at this way you could always uh get the apology to get the press off your back and then uh Find another way to whack him later before he gets Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: you are a university administrator.
5: You yeah. ought to know how to do that. Double secret probation might work.
2: Yeah.
4: Doctor Tuttle, do you have tenure anywhere?
5: I'm just checking. I'm technically uh, in the pri- in the private sector at the moment. Ah. yeah. Oh, Wayless is back with the uh, pastries. Yes, he comes
1: back with a uh, actual like handful, uh, an armful of pastries and donuts and cheese and crackers and lots of coffee cups, and he's like, oh, uh, he's like out of breath. He's like, uh, 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 he's like, oh, I had to cut in front of line uh, of some several students, uh, but I said it was for some very important guests. Uh, I hope, God. I hope you like this. Uh, Wait, uh, Louis, beer me, beer me
2: too. Does he have a plate that we can like, or do we have to just, I don't know, it'd be barbaric to have all this stuff in two of, both of our hands. No, know. no. He has like little plates, forks, knives, like all okay. the, like you get, you no, know, for you, it's like spork. You get a spork. Okay. Mo's going, uh, he's, he's heaping up on a plate. Are you I'm a Vesk? I hair? mean, do, do you, like, hold your pinky up when you drink? Well, like, no, the, no, there's more. You can fit more on the on, on the plate. Actually, it's, it's taking, <laughs> it's they're going to be kicking us out good. of this office, and there's all this food. I, here. Use,
3: I use my telepathic hand to, uh, because it's taking too long, to summon my beer. And I summon it with the force. <laughs> the
2: force for the for
3: beer. Yeah. Yeah, I, ha- I have that. I have that ability. Yeah. <laughs> telekinetic hand boom i bring in my beer he's like you're taking too long mahali
1: is probably impressed by that (laughs) oh she can mahali writes up all the conditions and gives you the piece of paper and says bring this back to albin's and if he agrees to this and actually does offer the public apology come back to me and we can do what you need done so
2: she signed it too Yes, yeah, so she signed
3: it. And it right. does sound like our brain guy is the guy we want to talk to though. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. So, so all right,
3: let's get this taken care of. Yeah. Rusty, take point on this, I think.
4: The brain guy?
3: All right. Well we can I do get
2: the back good
4: brain. cop, bad cop thing, you know. Yeah, you know that doesn't work, right? All right. There's there's bad cop bad cop which uh, is plus called five
2: intimidate or yeah intimidation.
3: Sean is just dying to use that intimidate. <laughs> no no we have we have a contract
4: we have a deal like no yeah, yeah we, like, we, we like, don't intimidate to this one.
2: There's nothing like a deal
5: with In a
4: stick. Okay after this you can intimidate Wayless. How's right.
5: that? Okay. All right. The scary thing is Wayless would probably like it. Well, right now yeah. I've got a plate full He's of food.: More..: Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. It's,
2: it's hard to be intimidating when you're holding this much food, so eat it in one bite. That's intimidating. He's not an animal, you
4: know. You He's go a- back
1: to Albin's. you, I presume, present him the piece of paper.
4: Well, we it took quite a bit of doing, and we actually had to talk to her for quite some time because she's a very unreasonable woman. But she agreed, as I'm sure you would, that the real major cause of all of us is academics and scholarship, and that therefore we should definitely make a deal that everyone can enjoy. So here, here is all of her signed approval of everything you've asked for on the condition of your apology.
1: If he had eyebrows, you'd probably see them get raised. I guess the brain sort of moves in that like Disney-esque anamorphic way and you're like he looks impressed and he says Hmm the fabulous five perhaps your name wasn't an oxymoron after all oh
4: also she did ask it's not exactly a condition but she very strongly asked that you assist all of us with actually getting a full copy of Zance's report of once you've of course, course been put back on the fact of course, of
1: course. That was expected. Did you not hear me describe that to you in detail?
4: Well, she wanted you to make it a top priority. Bluff
1: of 33. He totally believes you. Wow, you bluffed a contemplative. That is impressive. That is. He's smart. Got, <laughs> he's got skills to pay the bills. That was, that was... That was. They're very hard to bluff. Um. Good. Ah, okay. He... Looks this over. He says, fine, fine. And I will go meet the reporters downstairs and give my best apology. Although, wait, they probably wouldn't understand that. Okay, I'll make an apology that Mo can understand. That will probably work. Yes, try to use (laughs) one and two
4: syllable words for these animals. Me feel bad. Bad me feel.
1: Oh, I know. I must constantly live in slow motion. If
5: you get in over your head, just, like, send us a signal and I'll have Cheddar do some stunts.
1: Cheddar, <laughs> he is funny. He does make me laugh. Ha ha. Uh uh-huh. ha. So the contemplative leaves, and sure enough, him, uh... You don't have to really follow him, but you can hear it and see it through the windows. He yeah, goes no, out. I got my, I got, I got my foot up on a desk. I'm smoking rest, the remnants of my
4: cigar. I just watch it on my phone. I yeah. figure we get the local news.
1: Exactly. Sure enough, he goes That's awesome. out. That's yeah, true. He makes a passionate apology. He goes on. Of course, he doesn't really admit any guilt, but it seems to be enough to satiate the reporters and hopefully the university. They seem pleased. He takes a few questions. And sure enough, as much as an obnoxious pain in the ass he was to you guys, he seems to hold it back and actually sort of almost admits guilt, although yep. not really. He knows how to play the game. Classic, the game. It's classic
5: not ap- I'm sorry you people are too stupid to get my research.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it works. And he's smart enough to toe that line perfectly. And the reporters disperse, they get their story, and he comes back. Sure enough, he comes back and he says, Those sheep bought it. (laughs) I feel dirty after doing that. It goes against everything I stand for intellectually. But I guess that is the price one must pay for academia. Right, Mister Tuttle.
5: Sometimes you gotta play, but you play, you gotta play the game. <laughs> Sad but true. Mo's
1: nodding his head.
5: Yes, he agrees. Well,
1: with that, and he floats a pad up to him, and he starts tapping on her with his little creepy arms. And he says, "Why? What do you know? She was good to her word. I have full access to the restrictive files." I will start to check out Hakim Zan's original journals, a combination of image files and long, obsolete, formal and physical notebooks. It will take me approximately one day to put together the notes for you, so you may copy them and carry them with you. Is that acceptable? That is, acceptable of course,
3: amazing. works for us, yes. Yeah.
2: Does he mind if Mo watches? Yes, in fact, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Mo's Well eating I'm not going to sit here for. A, yeah, I'm not going to sit way. here
3: for a day. I'm going to. I'm going to go to the. Uh, there's a good club. Or, like about.
2: Oh, that's right. You, yeah,
1: you show us about. Yeah, well, actually, no, no. that's true. Well, Mahali wants. Wallace to can do it. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. three Mahali click, three click, to. three kilometers away. She wants yeah, to see Mahali has right a right thing too. Know. So, all right.
1: Huh. So quickly, you go back to Mahali's. And she looks at you and is stunned. It says, fabulous five indeed. I don't know how you're able to do that. And so quickly as well, no one manages to get Albans to do anything. And you ate. you were able to get him to apologize. She's like shaking her head. And she says, as a token of appreciation, she pulls out a ring. And gives it to you as a as a token of appreciation for helping them out. Uh, and it's among. She goes on to explain that that ring is among the items that the contemplative requested in a grant application that fell through thanks to his recent gaffe. So instead, I will give it to you. Right. I happily accept it. <laughs> it is a Mark and... One Ring of Resistance. Really? Ooh. Which is, what is that? That sounds like something
2: a melee person would use. (laughs) No, I don't know. That a Lashenta
1: operative would use. In addition, you get a little message on your bots, on your emails, and it seems that Albans21.2 sent you a small money order, it seems that a little note goes on to explain that he gave you the earnings from his recent guest lecture circuit of 700 credits total, in thanks for reinstating him. Excellent. Wow, so as much of
3: an arrogant prick this guy is, he's actually a little work for us now, I think.
4: That's good.
1: So... Yes, at the end you managed to get a Mark, I ring um, I Mark One Ring of Resistance. Um, uh, I don't see any Mark One Ring of Resistance. Okay, what's that? Slight of
2: hand twenty-two. It, uh, okay, so dude, he gave she gave it to front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I know, and it seemed I don't know where it went. Yeah, it's 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 been pocketed.
2: That's fine. You gain a plus one enhancement uh, to your lowest uh, base saving throw.
4: Actually, that's very good for me. I have at least one stat that actually is a one.
2: Well, yeah, i didn't really real. i didn't really see anything i really
3: care that much um
1: yeah i'm
4: i'm, I'm, I'm all right with that.
1: yeah it's kind of weird it's not like the pathfinder where you get plus one to everything the one they're this way it just gives you your lowest so it sort of always keeps you balanced which is that
2: nice. yeah, stops the min maxing i like that yeah
1: hey everyone steve here again so once again the boys do a lot of talking but no shooting One thing I've noticed about these Paizo Adventure Paths is they do like to sort of divide them up in between combat and social interactions. I actually really like the social interactions. You get a lot of character development in these. But just one thing I know is that these boys will start getting trigger happy and getting an itchy finger. I know Bob specifically does not like to wait too many episodes before he starts killing things. You'll probably hear that in an episode or two where he's going to start getting really, really antsy. But for now, it's nice to have some interaction with people and talking, which is odd if you think about it. The Envoy, who's the best at talking, is the one who wants to shoot everyone. So as for the trip to PaizoCon, if you've been listening to the last two episodes, you know that we're going to be giving out a free trip to PaizoCon. A few caveats, you must be 18 or older to enter, and you must live in the continental United States. And we're going to be giving out a free trip with airfare and a free hotel and a free badge to PaizoCon. So what you need to do is listen to each episode and we're going to be giving out a question. And then in a week or two, we're going to have you all enter and then someone randomly will be chosen. So this week's question is, what did Mo and Hiroji order from Woolholz? There was a time in the episode where they ordered some food from Woolholz. And I want to know what did Mo and what did Hiroji order from him? So get that answer down. Keep it down. So write down your answer. Keep track of it. And then in a week or so, I'll have you guys email with all the answers, and then we're going to go from there. The other thing to keep in mind if you're new is that you must join the Discord channel if you want to enter the contest. It's simple. All you need to do is go to discord.rollforcombat.com, and you will join the Discord channel. Discord channels where we talk, where you can actually see pictures and images from all the past shows. We have a lot of forms on there. We have Starfinder games, a whole bunch of fun things. So check it out. So as for the $100 Amazon gift card contest, all you need to do is review the show on Facebook, Stitcher, or iTunes. Then just write us at contest at rollforcombat.com. You can also use the form online. And there's tell us your name and what you entered, and that's it. And then every week we call out someone random. And if I call out your name, then you will win. That's right. That's all you need to do. It's really, really simple. So this week's winner is Wild Jim. So Wild Jim, if you are listening, just contact us and you have won your $100 Amazon gift card. Congratulations. So this week's GM tip is talking about how to speed up your PC shopping. If you've been playing D&D or any role-playing game for a while, sometimes those shopping sprees can take hours upon hours upon hours. And it's fun for a little while, but then it starts to drag. And I've actually known people who've quit games because they go to play, and then they spend four hours shopping, and nothing gets done, and they just don't want to play anymore. So, one thing we try to do is try to make it really fast and painless. And if you notice, we had one a few weeks ago, and that was almost the entire shopping spree. And it was maybe like 40 minutes long for everyone. And they didn't shop for maybe 10, 15 episodes. So they got several levels worth of equipment. So people asked how we were able to get that down so fast. So the first thing I do is I tell everyone a week ahead of time. I make sure everyone knows I don't spring it on them. I always tell people, hey, guess what, guys? You're going to be shopping very soon. I won't say exactly when and where, but they say, look, we're going to be shopping, so get your list together. And you should be doing that offline. You should be doing that when we're not playing. And they do. They go and they get their list together. The other thing I do is I keep track of all the loot. In one of the very first episodes, I talk about that, how I keep track of all the loot and all the money on an Excel spreadsheet. The reason for that is a lot of these shopping sprees, and a lot of times, you can get into hour-long fights over who has what, who sold what, and it can end up costing you not only time, but thousands, if not tens of thousands of gold pieces, which... You know, it's a game, but people do want to have accuracy. And I've gotten into a lot of fights in the past saying I had this magic item and no, I didn't. And no, I had this one. And then people forget because it's been so long and you have messy notes. So I just keep track of everything. I have one Excel spreadsheet. Since I know what everything is going to be given out to everyone, it makes sense that I keep track of it. I've also sometimes had one person who's in charge of everything, and they have an Excel spreadsheet. That works out well, too. I've done both. You either get one PC who's in charge of everything, or I'm in charge of everything, and I just share the sheet with them. And that way, everyone knows what everyone has. So you know everyone has this much gold, and you're going to be shopping next week. So come prepared. Come prepared. And sure enough, the very next week, I tell them, okay, let's start going shopping. They whip out the books. They talk a little bit, maybe getting some healing serums or some wands or something. And then they decide what they should get as a group. That usually is done live right then and there. Sometimes they do it via email, but usually they do it right then and there. And then they just buy the stuff. We quickly throw it on their character sheets. If they're gonna be going into combat, I actually start doing the math and throwing it on there. Usually I try not to have a combat or combat encounters right after a shopping spree because it can take a while to redo the math. So usually we'll do a shopping spree We will have a little bit more playing, which will either be social in nature or non-combat in nature. And then between sessions, we'll redo all the math, get all the armor classes, saves, attacks worked out, so then you're fresh to go. So that's how you do it. That's really the summary. If you guys want to do really quick shopping sprees with your PCs that take less than an hour. first. Either the GM or one specific PC keeps track of all the loot on one spreadsheet, and that is the master spreadsheet. No one fights over it, so everyone knows what it is. Two, you tell your PCs ahead of time that they're gonna be shopping at least one session ahead of time. Three, you make sure that the session that occurs right after the shopping does not have fighting or does not have things that require a lot of math, so that way they can use their items next session. And then four, you you know, fourth is between sessions, you figure out all the math, and then you actually attach and add the items to the characters. So that's how you sort of get quick and painless shopping done. And then finally, we have the store. Ta-da! That's right. We've been working on this for a while. People love our t-shirts, but we completely redesigned them. They're really cool now. They're sort of professionally done. They have the name of the character on the front with a really cool image. We have the whole group. We have each individual character. We have Tuttle and Cheddar. We have Cheddar by himself. We have Tuttle by himself. There's even one of me. We're going to have NPCs added as the game progresses. We're going to just keep adding more and more. You can get them in tons of different colors. As I said before, the t-shirts are unisex, so anyone can wear them. And they will ship, I think, anywhere in the world, pretty much. You just have to apply the right shipping costs. But it is all ready to go. You just go to shop.rollforcombat.com, find the shirts you want, they got some really cool quotes in the back. And if there's something specific you want, let me know. I didn't put things like hats or tote bags or sweatshirts or anything like that. But if you specifically want one of those items, you let me know because I can just add it. It's very easy to add new items to the store. And I can just quickly add it and you can get it. So if you see something that you want that's not there, we are here to please. So just let me know and we will add it. So once again, make sure you guys check us out on Discord. That is a fun social network where we put up images from all the shows and we're there chatting about the shows every week. You can just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our Twitter page. Check out our YouTube page. We got everything. You name it, we got it. It's If it's a social network, we're on it. So with that, I will talk to you guys next week. See ya.
0: To Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Toddle's motto Life Forms. You tiny little life forms. You precious little life forms. Where are you?